They look reasonable as if they may well be going to do that this time. And that is that. No added time. Spared further punishment to some extent. England sail into the semi-finals. You could say soar into the semi-finals given the ratio of headed goals here. What a scoreline. Denmark await at Wembley next Wednesday. Ukraine nil, England four. Well, is it coming home or is it not coming home? That is the question. I think Shakespeare first wrote that. Um, someone who's been watching the game over there joins us now. Sky Sports commentator Gary Taphouse. Gary, I, I've got to say, I saw one of your um, tweets earlier saying that it's very unusual to watch an England game without the uh, accompanying nervous tension. How are you feeling now? Yeah, I'm absolutely buzzing. Yeah, um, it was. I, I did tweet that because I, I was midway through the second half, thinking I should be like on the edge of my seat, reaching for another beer and biting my nails and all of that stuff that goes with watching England normally. And there was none of that. You know, I was just sitting back enjoying it. Um, what what a consummate performance that was. Um, I, what what I like is that England have sort of started off quite slowly in this tournament, quite underwhelming, and they've just sort of got better and better as it's gone on, as all the good teams do when they get to the latter stages. Um, and, you know, that really was a, a, an element of men against boys, wasn't it? There was only ever going to be one winner in that game from the very first whistle. So, yeah, feeling really good, feeling really positive and optimistic about England's chances from here on in. Yeah, very much. I've got to say, I feel I feel the same, although we, we have been down this path before and been bitterly, dis- been bitterly disappointed. Um, what did you make, I, I, from my perspective, I thought that we were very defensive in our setup against Germany. I, I thought that the Germans were, were weak and there to be taken. I was quite excited with the with the lineup that, that Gary Southgate put out today. Gareth Southgate rather put out today. Yeah, well he obviously saw that Ukraine are a slightly weaker opponent and we all knew how Ukraine were gonna play, so he decided to switch the formation. This is one thing under under Gareth Southgate, they are very versatile. Sometimes they'll play with a three at the back, sometimes with a four switched it to a four, brought in um, Jaden Sancho, who uh, is obviously buzzing after sealing his big money move to Manchester United, and uh, I thought he was excellent. But, you know, for me, it comes back down to Raheem Sterling again, who I think has just been totally inspirational in this tournament. Um, After all the doubters he had, you know, this season, you know, he had a disappointing campaign by his really high standards glimpses of the old Raheem towards the end of the season but um, he's just brought his A game to this tournament Um, they certainly wouldn't be in the semi-finals without him Um, and and Luke Shaw obviously um, again there's a bit of doubts about him but he's been absolutely phenomenal two great assists um, in the match today England of course scoring from two set pieces they haven't done that in the tournament up to now I just literally watched an interview with um, Harry Maguire saying how they've really worked hard on trying to get their set pieces right because they haven't scored from one yet. Um, Amongst all of this, Miles, we've got to say how awful Ukraine were. I mean, they were absolutely terrible. Um, But I think England made them look even worse because they just completely dominated from start to finish. Someone else... This is why... 
Sorry, I was just going to say, this is why we wanted to finish top of the group, because we knew we would get this side of the draw, although it meant facing Germany. If you get past Germany, then suddenly it all opens up for you, and that's why it was so important that we topped the group. Um, I was just thinking, someone else who, who's had a bit of a sort of rusty start to the tournament and now is really starting to, to come good as Harry Kane. What did you make of his performance today? Obviously, he scored twice. Uh, what did you make of his all-round performance, Gary? Yeah, again, I've just been watching him uh, do a quick interview post-match and, um, you know, I think he just lives for scoring goals. It's a, it's a, It's an obsession as it is with all top strikers and I think it was just so important that he got that um, close-range goal against Germany last week, and he just looked a different player, didn't he? Right, and I think the very first minute he pinged a fantastic crossfield ball. He just looked a different player, um, very close to a hat trick. Obviously, fantastic volley he struck, which was uh, brilliantly saved, wasn't it? I don't think many strikers would have even gone for that, but um, it was just instinctive. Two really good goals. You know, I think he feels uh, pressure is, uh, probably more than anyone else because he is such a special player. He's our captain. Um, I think the whole nation here is looking to him to score the goals to take England further in the tournament. And, you know, when he didn't score in the group stages, I'm sure he must have been feeling that pressure. So to get that you know, it was quite a scruffy goal, really, wasn't it, against Germany? It doesn't matter how they go in. He got his goal, and then I thought tonight he just looked a different player. And I think you'll see it again in the semi-finals. Um, yeah, I think all those who were doubting him um, after the group stage are hopefully feeling a little bit daft now because, you know, players, as they say, you know, form is temporary, class is permanent, and he's very much the embodiment of that in our team. Uh, the thing about uh, Harry Kane that, that I'd, I'd be interested in your thoughts, Gary, because you watch so much football and, and you sort of you, you analyse it, and it's, I mean it's your living uh, as well as your passion. Uh, I felt that the, the, sometimes the, the pedestrian way that, that England often play under Gareth Southgate, and it was the same in 2018. It takes a long time to get the ball forward to this talented forward line that we've got. That Kane probably wasn't getting the type of service that that he thrives on, and he was having to drop deeper. Was that a fair um, comment on him that, that maybe we were being a bit harsh on him because he wasn't actually getting the service that he needs? Well, yeah, very much with the sort of season he's had with Tottenham as well. You know, he's struggled in that department. I think um, he thrives on good service. You, you know, you saw tonight, if you put in the sort of cross that we saw from Luke Shaw, he will he'll finish it off. Um, and he wasn't getting that service. Um, you know, I, t- I take your point about how you know, we play under Gareth Southgate and, you know, perhaps he is a little bit more cautious than a lot of fans would like, but he approaches it with a major tournament perspective, which is about getting through and and getting the result. And ultimately, if England go on and win this tournament or get to the final, no one's going to look back and say, God, that Scotland performance was dreadful, wasn't it? It, it? it was about getting out of that group, finishing top if possible. Um, that's what major tournaments are all about. You saw Italy last night. Anyone who watched that game, talk about dark arts coming out. The last 10 minutes there, I mean, it was just pure gamesmanship. Um, you know, niggly fouls, going down, pretending to be injured, um, just booting the ball into rows. They're doing anything they could just to get over the line. And that's what it's about in a major tournament. So it's very easy to say, you know, we want to play the champagne football all the time. It's just not realistic. Um, and, you know, that, that was a really, really classy second half from England tonight. And I think the Denmark players who 
uh, would have been watching that will be thinking we are really going to be up against it in that semi-final. A, because England are a better team, but B, it's going to be at a packed Wembley full of England fans. Um, it's going to be a very, very tough task for Denmark, to be sure. I mean, they have been outstanding, haven't they, Denmark? They, and they seem to have been lifted, um, a bit like they were in 92, when they shouldn't have even been included. They didn't qualify right. apart from Yugoslavia yeah. getting kicked out. But they've lifted since the, the Christian Eriksen uh, incident. I'm sure they've got the support of, of many, many uh, neutral fans. Do you, do you think that, I mean, do you think that they've... I saw with Ukraine today, I felt that they'd already played their final in the uh, in the previous game against Sweden and, and you know, run them themselves into the ground and maybe the emotion was too much for them and they didn't fire. Do you think Denmark have still got plenty in the tank? Well, we'll, we'll find out, won't we? I mean, you know, remember, they lost their first two games um, and it's extremely difficult to qualify when you lose your first two matches. It's only because we had four third-place teams going through that they managed to sort of squeak through. And I think, in, you know, particularly in that second game, it, it really did look like they were suffering because of the emotional drama of it all, and understandably so. It was shocking what happened, obviously. Um, and equally, you know, Ericsson is obviously one of their best players. Um, so to get as far as they have, and deservedly so, by the way, they've played absolutely magnificently, um, to get that far, um, whether the semi-final is going to be a bridge too far, playing against an inform England at a partisan Wembley, remains to be seen. I mean, I'm certainly not arrogant enough to suggest that England are going to breeze through that because, as you say, we've seen enough major tournaments uh, with England involved to know that that's not how it works. But if England play to the level they reached in that second half tonight, then there's no question they'll be too strong for Denmark. The question is, can they get to that level? Um, because I've, I've got no doubt at all that Denmark will set up to frustrate England. You know, they're very, very good at that. Um, of course, I think last time they played England at Wembley in the Nations League, they won it with an Ericsson penalty. So it's not out of the question that they can get a result. And, and as I say, I'm not arrogant enough to suggest they can't. On the other side of the draw, just quickly, Gary, before we let you, you go to carry on celebrating, um, Spain, Italy... Um, the Italians, for me, I've been blown away, but I never thought I'd see an Italian side being the most attacking side uh, at an international tournament. They've been outstanding. Agreed, yeah. Spain a little bit scrappy. Do you, do you think that Italy just progressed comfortably through that one, or do, do you think that the, you know, the, there's a possibility that Spain are going to turn them over? Well, I think Roberto Mancini's done an absolutely incredible job, hasn't he? Because, um, you know, you're the same as me. You've grown up watching Italy in major tournaments, going 1-0 up and then just, you know, clinging on, um, going as defensive as, you, as they possibly can and, and, and settling for 1-0. Uh, this Italy team doesn't do that. They, they go for the second and the third goal. They've certainly got um, an incredible amount of charisma with Mancini at the helm. And I like a lot of their players. I think I think they will be too strong for Spain. This is not the Spain team from ten, twelve years ago when you know they were all conquering with the tick attacker. That you know they're not at that level. Having said that, it's uh, that promises to be a cracking semi-final, doesn't it? I'll certainly be watching with uh, with great interest. I wouldn't be surprised if it went all the way. And from England's perspective, I hope it does because uh, you know Italy have obviously experienced. Um, extra time in the tournament and the more they have the, the, the more tired they'll be um, but I, I think I think Italy will get through to the final yet yeah. 
Yeah. No question. Um, just finally, Gary, and this is being recorded, obviously, so we, we can sort of play it back to you later on. Is it coming home or not? Uh, <laughs> uh, again, I know I hate that sort of English arrogance of it's coming home, but it, I think it's impossible not to be swept up um, in the, the fever of it all. Uh, the way I feel at the moment, it is definitely coming home. No question. Well, I hope you manage to find your way home after your celebrations this evening, <laughs> Gary. Gary Taphouse, Sky Sports uh, football commentator. Thank you so much for your time, and yeah, give my lo- love to the motherland. <laughs> Cheers, Miles. Take care. Oh, eight hundred eighty ten eighty. It's Miles Davis on the DRS now on News Talk ZB.